What's happening? Corey Wong here with the brand new Wong Notes podcast. Premier Guitar asked me to get this thing going. We have a sick first season all set up. We have current and future legends slash icons of the guitar. We got Joe Satriani. We got Schofield. We got Molly Tuttle. Eric Johnson. We got James Valentine from Maroon 5. Good friend of mine. Banjo Ledge. Bela Fleck. Rob Harris from Jamiroquoi. Smash that subscribe button. Hit it, baby. Peace. Hey, what's up, YouTube? This is Perry with Premier Guitar here in Nashville, Tennessee at the Cannery Ballroom. Hanging with my bud Dustin and Thrice. I'm very excited to do this rig rundown. Um, huge fan, have been for a long time. I was very, very excited when you uh, when I saw in like 2014 that real weird little Facebook message. It just said Thrice 2014. I was like, ah, thanks, man. Yeah, I'm very, very stoked on that. Um, so I'm excited to be able to talk gear with you. This is great. I know we talked recently um, on the phone. We did an article for the magazine. Um, if you haven't checked that out, go check that out. Um, but hopefully we can demystify any questions you had from that uh, today. So cool. let's start with, uh, I'd say that Nash is so killer. I know you've modded it a little bit, so let's yeah, talk about that. Yeah, so uh, this is uh, Nash Jaguar. Uh, I've had a variety of Nashes over time. They've been really sweet to us. And uh, uh, I had them make me this, and uh, I had had them do some crazy mods on something before. And this time they're like, no, I just, I'll make you a guitar. I'm like, okay. so. I modded it afterwards myself, uh, and uh, so I basically took out the circuit, um, which was like kind of almost like a jazz master. Yeah, circuit, right? um, and so and also put a just tele switch here because I had the unfortunate uh, accident of basically these would turn on and off these pickups. Sure. And if you turn them both off, your guitar makes no noise, and that's bad. Alarming. Um, <laughs> if you're not wanting to, so it's like right there. So now just this. Humbuckers, uh, I've got a Lawler High Wind Imperial Humbucker and a Lawler El Rio, which is really cool. Uh, kind of almost a sound-wise a blend between a humbucker and a single coil. Um, it's kind of their own deal, nothing really like it out there. How, how did um, you come across the Lawlers? Is that something you've tried before? And uh, I've been using Lawlers for a while. I can't remember how I initially uh, found out about it. Tepe lived up on uh, Vashon where they had or have their their shop uh, for a while up in, in Washington. Sure. Uh, but yeah, it's just really quality stuff. Um, and yeah, I, they, I, I, they uh, for lack of a better term, they feel more musical than any, uh, like just dynamically and the, the, the tones are, uh, they're never harsh, but, but there's a lot of definition. And, yeah. Are you, are you playing with volume at all for like rolling back to get like sweeter, quieter tones? Or is that something that you do uh, with pedals? Yeah, I do a lot of it with pedals, but yeah, I took this off so I don't hit it, and I can just, I'll play with the volume uh, a fair amount, I think, during the show, more just to like certain transition things uh, to, to smooth it out. Um, but yeah, I do a lot of actual like tone levels okay. through the, the board. 
Another thing I know, before we switch to this uh, next guitar, I know you're really specific about string gauges. That's something that we talked about <laughs> in the article. And I know you played with a million different gauges, you know, before, but is it ever tricky going from a standard neck length to the baritone? Or are the, I mean, are the similar gauges or are they totally well, different? Well, no, they're pretty different. And this is, you know, it's the short scale of Jax, so it's 24, um, which is fun. Uh, and I, I have big hands, so up here it's a bit <laughs> tight sometimes. Um, but, and this is 27, I think we did. Yeah, so it's, it's not a super long, uh, it's not like a 28 scale, fender yeah, scaling I, or something. Yeah, then there's like the, some of them are 30 and uh, yeah, so it's just kind of crazy. So I like it just a little bit longer. Uh, so it's actually, it's, it, it feels not super weird. Is this something custom from Solaris or is this like a... Uh, yes, this is a Cave and Canary. This is their Solaris uh, model kind of. Um, and small company, uh, Casey uh, Crescenzo builds them and uh it's great looking yeah it's beautiful so i basically told him this was he kind of worked this one up custom i was like i want it to look like it had a kind of jazz mastery body shape and then i was like i wanted to look like a 50s les paul styling so it's got the, the binding gold is awesome. hardware yeah. the binding do you um, have i just he, quick question is yeah. this is this like a foam or something stuffed in there do you uh, have feedback problems that is a beer koozie yeah oh a beer koozie um, works <laughs> yeah for how loud it is like uh, especially in our practice space because it's just confined. Howling, yeah. uh, it helps a little bit. Um, yeah, they were asking me the other day since they found them, like, why is there koozies in your guitar? That, um, that's a first. I've never seen a beer koozie in one. That's great. Yeah, so this has the same pickups actually as that, so I'm getting a, a, a fairly similar uh, reaction from the pedals and the amps. And the bridge kind of looks reminiscent of a Jazzmaster bridge, is it? Or is it something? Um, the bridge. Is I can't remember who made that one. It's just a kind of a roller bridge with the graphite tools, cool. so it works well with the big speed. Are you going Lawlers in this bad boy as well? Yeah, same exact setup. Very uh, cool. So, uh, and don't tell anyone these are actually dummies because I didn't want it to be separate. because uh, ah. I just like having a master volume. Um, it's right close to your fingers so you can play with yeah. it. Yeah. But very yeah. cool, man. Those are <laughs> those are beautiful, awesome. Do you find a like? Did it take you a while to get used to uh, the baritone, or was it? Uh, we've been playing them for a while, and it, it kind of we, you know, started picking up for random stuff. And we used to have guitars that were just in the drop A, like not baritone, like just normal drop scale A, but it'd be like A to A on the on these two strings. So what were you and the like rest, fourteen gauge strings or something. I mean, like, how do you keep the tension I don't on know. something? Yeah, like that? you we had big strings there, yeah. but. Uh, once we started playing baritones, uh, those songs we shifted over, figured out how to play them on the baritone, and um, so yeah. Now that's we play a lot of a lot of stuff in the new record, especially I'm playing baritone, even if uh, Tepe isn't. Which is we used to all be like we'd all switch over, and it's, it works well actually having it uh, kind of fan out the uh, frequencies. Sure, sure, it finds a place in the yeah. mix. And then it looks like you're running a Vibrolux reverb. Yeah, so this is the '68 custom uh, Vibrolux. Um, I really, really like this amp. It's, uh, I play, I went down to Fender and played a couple from this line and um, they all sound like somewhat similar, but I liked, I think the 210s has a tightness to it that's really nice. Yeah, um, different feel for sure. I'm playing through this circuit, which on the 68s uh, is actually a basement circuit, um, 
which sounds fantastic. Does it sound at all similar to the basement you guys did the new record with? Because I know you rec rely heavily uh, on the basement for that. Yeah, it's well, it sounds somewhat similar. Um, I used this for a decent amount of it. Uh, that guy was in this shop, unfortunately. Um, but yeah, we, uh, we have a ba an old basement that, that Tepe records with a bunch. Um, his is a bit nastier. There's a couple circuits. I don't know which one that is, um, and I can't find out somehow. So it's great. Uh, I just run it flat and at five, like so it's like just starting to break up, and I can kind of pull it back with the pedals or push it. And then the new vintage, I'm not familiar with. What's yeah, so new vintage amplifiers. Um, yeah, Nick builds these. Uh, they're fantastic. Uh, this one was an MK36, which was kind of like a, uh, AC30, which I used to play a lot of, um, and it wasn't sitting super nice with when I'd go through like a pedal setting. I couldn't get to sit in a spot that was helpful with the Vibrolux, and I wanted it to be a little different, but but play in the play same nice, dynamic sure. range. And so uh, he was nice enough to to mod it again for me and changed it to DK36 for Dustin Gensru. That's and, awesome. Uh, yeah, he, he didn't have to do that. That was sweet of him to do a little thing. But it's now it's kind of like a weird hybrid between like a, a basement and JMP and a box. So so is it running EL34s or? Uh, I'm the worst at those questions. Okay, all right, cool. All the numbers run I've just never seen that out before. Um, yeah, he, we, could, we could look it up. He'll, yeah, he'll tell numbers. us. Well, cool. Um, I know your early approach to tone, a lot, a lot like myself, is just kind of get the amp to get some distortion. And now, I, I guess you've you know been doing this long enough to where you know you're trying to get a platform with your amps that you can modify with your pedals. Yep. I think that's super interesting. Let's uh, let's take a look at those. Cool. All right, Dustin. Um, this looks like a fun space station you got going on yep. here. Walk me through the signal chain. Um. Okay. So basically, this guy's running everything, either by telling uh, these things what to do or by telling these guys what to do, and these are basically turning their loops that are turning on and off, on and off. Cool. Uh, the analog pedals uh, and sometimes these pedals too um, and so do you run MIDI so you're not having to dance all over yes because I'm <laughs> I'm singing and I really hate dancing around so basically it's a lot of work setting up but uh, this thing can do pretty much anything you ask it to it's just a, a complicated learning curve I had no idea what MIDI actually was before I started doing all this <laughs> And I learned uh, painfully and slowly, but um, <laughs> and then I've yeah I modded this too. Uh, there's a MIDI kit you can buy from some guy in Sweden, I think. For and the log? Yeah, so now it can be told which of the presets to go to, which Killer. is cool. Um, yeah, so I've got uh, these rooks uh, from Mojo Hand. These are custom ones they did for me at Small Run with uh, different artwork. And, uh, I love the cages around these, so you can't bump them. Yeah, I can't remember the name of that. There's a, I mean, you can look for these, but they're rad. You can't bump your. Uh, they're annoying awesome. to put on because you change the whole thing out. But they're they're really solid. This is not solidly on there. But uh, so the rooks are my kind of bass tone, um, and I'm actually using this one for my bridge pickup and this one for my neck pickup, and they're I have them EQ'd differently uh, per pickup. Yeah, that so that is meticulous, my friend. Holy well, it it makes a big difference. It allows yeah. me to not get muddy on the the, the neck pickup, sure. uh, and it's been really cool. Um, so that's kind of the base tone. I call it level three, and then I go yeah, yeah. level I four adds up Harvester from Walrus. So that's like 
than this. A little bit bigger, and then Walrus Iron Horse is a distortion, uh -huh. uh, and that's like my kind of biggest rock tone that can be a little more chunky and, and tight. Uh, this is a bit more open. And so that's just stacking them in line. Sure. Uh, and then this is level six, which is the Muffaletta from uh, JHS. Uh, and I'm using the, I think the Civil War setting. Uh, it's like all the different um, muffs in one pedal, which is pretty cool. And so that's running into the front when I go like on like really like lead, like singy kind of stuff. And it just, uh, yeah, lets it compresses it a bit. It's and, all and, uh, and yeah, it's cool. Uh, but it, I play chords through it uh, on Hurricane, and it, so it, the whole song is on that cassette because I'm going back and forth between that riff, um, and it sounds great. Uh, I use the Pog for some of the lead stuff that's hiding in there. Uh, I use it a lot on the record, and some of the songs I haven't played live yet, like Salt and Shadow. Fattens it up a little better. Uh, you can, yeah, you can just add in a little kind of, uh, it, it's, it's with the detune function, like it, just a really cool vibe. Um, so you can make it sound like a full-on organ, uh, depending on how your attack's set, or you can just kind of add it. You can make it sound like a 12-string if you want. It's pretty versatile. Cool. Um, these strumming pedals are fantastic. Um, and so, especially the Big Sky is just fantastic. Uh, I use it a lot for like transitions and things as well. And uh, in line with using the MIDI stuff, I can really control levels of stuff. So I can hit a, a button and it'll kind of swell up and Beautiful have this washing. pad and then I can like step on it more and like take it down. It, you can do a lot with it. That's awesome. Uh, compressor's always on from deep, uh, it's the deep six from Walrus. Walrus sure. This is kind of the uh, Swiss Army knife and especially using the uh, the MIDI, like there's just certain things on here that I don't want to have a whole nother pedal for and it works great for that. So there's like a synth thing on one song. Right, there's, instead of bringing a whole nother pedal board. And I actually use it for levels two, one, and zero. I'm just backing off oh. what's going into this. Yeah, actually, can we talk about that a little bit? We talked in, a, in the article, you mentioned that you can have volume presets on the M5, and mm -hmm. that way, because if you roll down your volume on your guitar, you're losing tone, of, yeah. You lose a little tone. So yeah, this is just, it's straight signal cut, and it's, it, uh, so it's it doesn't, doesn't affect, no yeah, it doesn't affect the, the, the tone at all. So that's nice. Um, this little guy, I don't, using the set yet it's the little foot from or what is it little foot i think it's little foot no yeah maybe something from jhs uh it's a little fuzz pedal and that's everybody little tc electronics little two. poly tn2 and so with your midi controller are you setting levels of gain with the with the rooks or is it like banks by songs it's all by songs, okay. and so you know, in every, any given song, like this will be usually my main big sound. Mm -hmm. This will always be the quietest. This will kind of be a lead thing a lot of times. This will be secondary. It's not. It can't go. You know, the same ratio to every song, but it. There's a general logic to it that my mind's used to. Not <laughs> totally. To. If it makes sense to you and yeah. it works, yeah, that's great. Well, man, I really appreciate you taking the time um, to walk us through all of this and kind of demystify some of your tone. Um, we're gonna go get up with Tuppy, but cool. Thanks. All right, guys, now we're on the other side of the stage with Tepe. Um, he's going to walk us through some stuff. We don't have a whole lot of time, but he's got such cool stuff that we, we, we got to talk about it. Namely, this is a Nash Telly, right? Yep. Oh, that uh, thing looks like a million years old. I know it's not, but that's great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I got this in uh, 2004, I think, right as we were recording Visu, I believe, is when I got it. Um, 
yeah, I've been using it ever since super consistently. Uh, I think every single record since then, every single tour. So, I mean, it came beat up, you know, because sure. that's kind of what he does. But um, I've definitely. <laughs> Have you modified it at all? Changed pickups? No, nothing. I haven't even, actually don't even remember what pickups are in there, to be honest. I <laughs> you just, just know it sounds they good. They just sound good, so I haven't even bothered to do anything to it. So. Yeah, I mean, that's a great looking telly. Yeah, Love thanks. it. Are you spending most of your time on the bridge? or? Um, I'm, I actually kind of, I do bridge, middle, and neck. Oh, that's awesome. Depending on song, and sometimes I switch between songs too. Sure, sure. Or between in the middle of songs. Cool, yeah. and now, I don't know, if, for those of you that read the interview in the magazine, we uh, briefly touched on this Gibson that yeah, yeah. you've actually had for a long time, right? Uh -huh. Yeah, so this guy, I wanna say this was like the first kind of like real guitar that I got. Um, bought it off eBay like years ago for, I don't remember how much, but it was definitely under $1,000. Yeah, yeah, good old Les Paul Standard. Um, it came with, uh, DiMarzio Super Distortions. And I was thinking I had them in here still, but that does, that's not one. So I, I think I might've switched it out for a JB mm -hmm. at some point, because I'm thinking that's what this is. Sure, and with uh, yeah. humbuckers, are you playing this on like more of like older stuff, like heavier stuff? Yeah, so yeah. anything heavier, anything older, anything where obviously you know we need that kind of humbucker sound, this is the guy. Does it have that like super heavy Les Paul feel, like hurt your back kind of deal, or is it lighter? I don't mind it. I, I played a Les Paul forever. So I used to play a, a black custom that unfortunately got stolen. Um, but that was like my main guitar for a super long time, so I'm super used to it. So, yeah, yeah, awesome, that's great. And then next up we have this baritone that yeah. I know inspired some songs on the new record. Yeah, yeah. It definitely sounds cool to me. <laughs> yeah, so this is just like the, I mean, I don't know what they're calling this now. I think they call the it the base, the base six. They renamed it or something, oh, right? Okay. But I mean, it's Fender Baritone Custom, I guess, yeah. I don't know. But anyway. Um, it's like the standard kind of Jaguar setup. So the, the circuit is the Jaguar setup. Um, it came with the just regular Jaguar pickups. Um, and then this kind of, uh, what do you call that? Tunematic yep. setup. Totally. Stop tail. Yep. Mm -hmm. um, and then I, ch I switched out the bridge pickup for a Seymour Duncan, let's say like a quarter pounder. Ah, cool, yeah. cool. Which I, when we spoke on the phone for the interview, you said that was kind of a thin like a like a frail sounding pickup, but with a yeah, it's got it's got a pretty high output, but I mean it's still a, it's still a single coil and it's a Jaguar, so it's like really harsh. It's not super pleasant sounding, but that's kind of the point, you know. Do you feel like a the baritone is as slinky as like a normal Jaguar? Like, because to me they kind of have that Fender they do the Fender thing, you know. Right. Well, I think they're normally shorter scale, right? Sure. Yeah. yeah. I mean, no, this is a a pretty long scale neck. Like it's longer than most baritones. Oh, so really? So it's actually yeah, it's got some pretty pretty like pretty good string tension. Does it ever throw you off going between them? Or you're so used to it I'm pretty point? used to it now, yeah. yeah but yeah. I mean, this is, the scale length is long. It's like, I yeah. think Ed, Ed has a base six and it's almost as long as the base six. Oh, wow, so, okay. Yeah. Right on, all right. Well, I guess that takes us to amps. And right out of the gate, I noticed the Supra, which you didn't mention when we did the interview, so. Yeah, well, that's on. actually, I think, new since then. What do you love about it? Um, well, I had built basically this circuit. There was like a company that was making a kit Okay, yeah. Um, and so I'd, I had built that kit a long time ago and then that was stolen <laughs> uh, along with all our other gear at some point. But um, our sound guy just really liked the combo of that box with that Supra circuit. And so he's kind of been wanting that back ever since. And they started reissuing these, sure, yeah. you know, not that long ago. So I kind of jumped on it, tried it out and it sounded good. Um, we're actually running it through this uh, Fender cab here, which is- 212. 
Yeah, it's my, my blonde basement cab. Um, it's got Celestian vintage 30s in there. So Very yeah. cool. Are you running these at the same time? Yeah, they're always going together. That's awesome, man. Yeah. yeah two awesome amps. Yeah, it's just kind of the blend of the sounds, I yeah, guess. For sure, for yeah. sure. Um, you mentioned a, a kit, and I know we talked, I don't know, maybe 10 years ago, and you were mm -hmm. kind of fiddling with a pedal kit. So are you still doing that at all? Not that much. Not that much? Okay, yeah, cool. yeah. Well, let's talk about pedals while, cool, while yeah, I got yeah. you here. All right, cool. Tepe, walk me through your uh, signal chain here. Yeah, um, so it's actually, it's gonna be going into here first. It's this AB uh, that I have, you know, for switching between the keys and guitar. The keys branch off into this volume cut because uh, I, I run it into the amp, but I don't want it to run super hot. Sure. So that's that. And then the guitar comes over here uh, into this tuner. Um, and then it goes into this Walrus uh, Transit 5 switcher. Um, and that's kind of controlling various things. But um, so first in line is this compressor, which is a JHS orange squeeze. Orange squeeze. Yeah. yeah. Which I, I run like pretty conservatively. You use that on the record a little bit as well, right? Yeah, I kind of just run it almost all the time and just real kind of light. It's like um, barely noticeable. Yeah. Yeah, cool. And then. Um, yeah, it's like one of those things where you kind of feel it more than you, you hear it. Yeah, yeah totally. Um, and then, so this second in line is the volume cut, and then it's got the gain, which is um, JHS double barrel. Um, and I'm usually running the, I think it's like a modded tube screamer circuit. Oh, cool. So that's what I'm running here. Um, and then it goes into the line six uh, M5, which I, there's like a few things like, it's like I have to have this one sound for this one part in this one song kind of thing and so that's what this is so it's sure. just kind of like a switch saves you a lot of space yeah totally yeah exactly so it's like I don't need a whammy pedal for just to play the end of this one, one part yeah yeah totally I gotcha uh, and then this is just like um, anything wet is kind of in this like loop here um, so that's like uh, I think in order it would be this JHS Panther Cub, which is just like an analog delay. Uh, it's pretty good, just good old analog delay. Sure. It's got a tap, so that's nice. Oh, that works, yeah. Uh, into this uh, Walrus Descent. Fun. Which is like a really kind of wild uh, <laughs> reverb pedal. Um, and I have that connected to this expression pedal. So oh, I've, so you can control. Yeah, I'm just that. running. Yeah, okay. it's basically like if it kind of just doubles your sound sure know? it gives you that much more variety yeah so. so it's like if i you know have like a not so crazy delay or reverb here and then this is like super crazy sure so and then you have anything between um and so i'm like usually kind of like you know blending between all that uh, and then the um the julia there which is like a chorus vibrato thing which is really cool actually i I never really liked chorus pedals, really. It's not my thing either, but you mentioned one thing about that pedal that I thought was really, really interesting, that you could actually blend between the chorus yeah. and, the, and the vibe on that pedal, exactly. right? Exactly. So that, yeah, it's, it's got a really cool sound. It's, it's really musical, actually, so. Yeah. yeah, musical tones out of that bad boy, uh -huh. huh? And then last in the chain is this trim. It's just the Bayou, Bayou trim. trim, yeah. Cool. Very, very cool, man. That is a, a lot of, enough stuff to play with. But yeah. Definitely get some good sounds out of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I really appreciate you uh, taking the time. Cheers, man. Cool. Thanks a lot. Yeah. You guys uh, in Interwebs land, uh, stay tuned for the next rig rundown. Also, if you are interested in Thrice, check out our article in Premiere Guitar, and don't forget to check out the new record. Thanks a lot. 
Don't forget to sign up for PG Perks, your all-access pass to exclusive gear giveaways and discounts on PremierGuitar.com.